Good morning, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Sunday Morning Alive, right here on our website. We're glad you're gathering together with us today to glean from the Word of God something uh, that is relevant to us right where we are, right where you are, uh, right where the world is. Wherever you're hearing this broadcast, we are living in the last of the last days. And the Scripture says of those days that perilous times will come. Well, we know we're in the last of the last days because the perilous times are here right here, right now. But the heart established hath no reason to fear. Amen. That's why we're going to be teaching today and preaching today on the blessing of an established heart. And this is a message I pray that you will take into your heart and and let it come out of your heart, up out of your heart and into your life. Praise God. If it gets in your head and drops into your heart, it'll come from your heart out through your mouth. Praise God. And in through your head and out through your mouth. God is so good today. Out of your belly and my belly as Christians, if you're a Christian today, shall flow rivers of living water. And that flow is via the mouth. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, I want you to know that God is still on the throne. God is still in control. I want you to know that He puts up kings and He removes kings. He raises up nations and He brings them low. And you know what it said about the humble and the meek and those that bow before Him? Every valley shall be exalted and every mountain shall be brought low. Amen. I want to humble myself under the mighty hand of God that He might exalt me in due season. Hallelujah. Listen, the heart established has no reason to fear. That's why the title of this message is The Blessing of an Established Heart. Yes, even in these perilous Times. Psalm 112 is where we're taking our text from, but we're going to put the text in context, and let's read it together today. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. His righteousness endureth forever. Unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man showeth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. Now look at verse 7, the text here, and really verse 8. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. Amen. I want you to read that again. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. Why? Because his heart is fixed, it says, trusting in the Lord. I don't know about you, but troubled times help me to lean more heavily upon God, to trust Him even more. 
Now, I'm going to say something today. Uh, it may be a little controversial, but I'm known for it. But we're in the Word, and we want to get the Word in us, but we want it rightfully divided to us. I believe the shield of faith constitutes God's protection, God's hedge, God's provision of protection in our life. You find that in the old covenant over and over again. The psalmist said, Thou, O Lord, we sing it, don't we? We put it to song. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. Hallelujah. Praise God. For as the mountains are round about Jerusalem, the Lord is round about His people. Praise God. Amen. Just like Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, for the Lord is round about His people. Praise God. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem. When we go through fearful times and troubled times, we lean more heavily upon the Lord, and our heart becomes established in trusting Him. Listen, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings or bad news. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed, he hath given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. Hallelujah. That word horn here is always used in conjunction with power. It's descriptive of power. Our strength will not be abated because of the pressure and the trials of life that come to try us. Amen. Hallelujah. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. You you know, people just hate to see God's people blessed. They don't like us. In fact, Jesus said, marvel not if the world hate you, but it because it hated me before it hated you. And it goes on to say, when all men speak well of you, uh, amen, you, you don't have any reason to rejoice, but when they cast your name out as evil and speak all manner of evil against you for my sake, <laughs> rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. Praise God. You know, the, the wicked hate to see the righteous blessed and at peace and 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 having that supernatural peace that comes through trusting God with all that we are with all that we have hallelujah the wicked see it in verse 10 and be grieved they'll gnash with their teeth and melt away and the desire of the wicked shall perish amen you know the scripture said in Isaiah 64 no weapon that is formed against you, speaking of the righteous, shall prosper. (laughs) Hallelujah. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be utterly 
contemned. Hallelujah. For their righteousness is of me, saith God. Amen. In other words, God imputes righteousness to us when we trust Christ as our Savior. Hallelujah. And no matter what they say about us, God is with us and God is for us. Hallelujah. The Bible speaks very clearly, dear friend, and concisely about the last days and the end times, the conditions upon the earth leading up to and into the great tribulation. No nation nor persons will escape the effect of these conditions. While fear has always been upon man after the fall, it will be the prevailing force in the end times. Listen to Luke 21, verses 25 through 27. Jesus said, And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. That word perplexity is the word puzzlement. All of the greatest thinkers, all of the most intelligent uh, people upon the earth cannot figure out what to do under these circumstances. Distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth and the powers of heaven shall be shaken and then shall they see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory this is the second coming of jesus the rapture is the secret coming of Jesus. In this coming here, every eye will see him and the whole earth will mourn because of him, because he's not coming back to save like the first advent or the first coming. He's coming back to judge the earth. Listen, but there is a coming of the Lord for His church, for His bride. Hallelujah. Both Jew and Gentile that has received Christ as their Savior. Glory be to God. And and the Bible said the Lord Himself in that secret coming will descend from heaven with a shout, with the trump of God, with the voice of the archangel, the dead in Christ shall rise. And we which are living and remain shall be caught up with them to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. First Thessalonians. Listen, this this coming of the Lord is very near, but until He comes... We trust God in these troubled times. The last days will be dangerous days because of man's rejection of light. Darkness will fill the human soul. Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5 is very clear. This know, it says, this know that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. I've always presented this. If I had a, a, a chalkboard and I could draw a picture of this thing that I'm going to read to you, the trunk of an ugly, gnarly, old, evil, wicked tree would be self love. Self love. And every branch that grows out of self love would be each of these things I'm going to read to you. Visualize that with me today. A trunk of a wicked, evil-looking tree and branches 
that branch out from that trunk. And the trunk or the source of all of this wickedness is when men and women become lovers of their own self. For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, incontinent, that that applies in this context to without sexual uh, control or restraint. Fierce, despisers of those that are good. We're seeing it right now. If someone has a moral code based on Judeo-Christian ethics right now, they are despised. They should be applauded for having a moral code, for having uh, having something they operate from as a foundation of righteousness. But no, they are, we they they will be despisers of those that are good. Traitors, it goes on to say in verse 4, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. From such turn away. Amen. I'm going to read from several translations. One one translation says, Mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. The Amplified said, times of great stress and trouble, hard to deal with and hard to bear. Perilous in the Greek is kalepos, and it means hard to bear, hard to take, dangerous, fierce, harsh, savage. From a base word that literally means to reduce the strength. Oh, friend of mine, we're living in a day when the enemy wants to wear down and, if possible, wear out the saints of the Most High. But in these troubled times, amen, we can trust God to provide for us and to protect us and to grant unto us the sufficient grace to bear up instead of give up in times like these. And Psalm 112 gives us the characteristics of a righteous man or woman, boy or girl, and the resulting blessing, especially unshaken peace in the time of trouble. Psalm 112 verse 7 says, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. No matter what the bad news is, his heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah. The word fixed in the Hebrew is, it means to be firm, to be stable, literally to be established. And this word trust is, is, it means to have confidence in, to be secure, to feel safe, carefree, careless. Hallelujah. How, no, no wonder they're going to hate us. We, we have what they can't buy with all the riches when they can't, they can't stifle with all of the sins and the drugs and the drinking. And that is a peace, a deep, settled, peace 
within. Years ago, I worked, I was bivocational for about 12 years of the 46, going on 47 years of ministry, pastoral ministry, right here in, in Tampa, Florida. And, and during that 12 years, I worked for a company where I had to change into a uniform uh, when the shift change came. And, and I remember, I, I don't know, I was just one Monday, we'd had a great Sunday, and I was just, I, I was just with Praise God, some song and humming some song while I was getting dressed and, and people coming in with hangovers and, and all the junk they did over the weekend and, and they heard me over there and somebody on the other side of the locker, there was a two, two aisles to it and couldn't see who it was. They said, who is that over there so happy on a Monday? And I didn't answer. Before I could even answer, someone on the other side answered for me. And this is what they said. They said, that must be the Rev over there. Because that's what they called me at work, was Rev. They knew I was a preacher of the gospel. And they said, that must be the Rev over there. He's got that deep, settled peace within. Honey, when you got peace... When everyone else is in turmoil, amen, and and the bad news is all around us, but you know who you have believed, and you're persuaded that he's able to keep everything you've committed to him against that day and this day, praise God, like Paul, hallelujah, you show up, you don't have, you know, you're a light to the world by having a peace that they can't understand we don't even understand it sometimes it's a peace that passes all understanding but it comes when our heart is fixed or established trusting in the lord (laughs) we used to sing there is peace in the time of trouble there's peace in the midst of the storm trust in jesus and he will keep you in the shelter of his arms Listen, friend, being right with God is a stronghold in the time of trouble because we can trust Him with everything we are and everything we have. So the righteous person stands in a privileged place, producing a precious peace, resulting in spiritual joy. Hallelujah. Romans fourteen seventeen says, The kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. I'm going to say that again. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. There's a boldness in this privileged place when we are right with God. Proverbs 28.1 said, The wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. We have a standing with God if you're a Christian. We are His children, the sheep of His pasture, and the very people of His hand. God is with us, and God is for us. Hallelujah. You do not have to be strong in yourself, nor adequate, nor resilient in yourself. You And I have a privilege standing with God. 
Amen. And the scripture said that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivereth him out of them all. I'm going to pause and give you a chance to say amen. Say it with me. Amen. Say it loud. Say it proud. Amen. The Lord delivereth him out of them all. Praise God. It doesn't matter what the circumstance. If God is with us and God is for us, we can trust Him to deliver us. Hallelujah. I want to tell you a story and you may relate to it. It's a true story. Gladys Alward, a missionary to China more than 50 years ago, was forced to flee when the Japanese invaded Yangqing. But she could not leave her work behind with only one assistant she led more than a hundred orphans over the mountains toward free China. In their book, The Hidden Price of Greatness, Ray Besson uh, and Mac Hunsaker tell what happened, and I quote, During Gladys's harrowing journey out of war-torn Yangqing, she grappled with despair as never before. After passing a sleepless night, she faced the morning with no hope of reaching safety. A 13-year-old girl in the group reminded her of their much-loved story of Moses and the Israelites crossing the Red Sea. But I'm not Moses, Gladys cried in depression. Of course you aren't, the girl said. But Jehovah is still God. Hallelujah. When Gladys and the orphans made it through, they proved once again that no matter how inadequate we feel, God is still God. And we can still trust in Him. Hallelujah. Only trust is not in ourself, but in our God. Hallelujah. Psalm 112 verse 8 says, His heart is established he shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. This word established in the, in the, in the, in the Hebrew means to lean or to lay upon, to rest upon, to lean against. Hallelujah. Remember, fixed meant established and to be firm. And the way we're established, remember the song, learning to lean, learning to lean. Finding more power than I ever dreamed. I'm learning to lean on Jesus. This is something we all have to learn. And that lesson is learned best when we are in the deepest need of His grace. His help in the day of trouble. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Friend of mine, I want you to know... That there is peace in the midst of the storm. And this is a precious peace. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. It is a peace that passes all understanding. Remember, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost is our privilege in God's kingdom by being right with Him. This is kingdom peace. This is warrior peace. This is resting peace. This is peace that results from a right standing with God. 
Hallelujah. Isaiah 32, 17 and 18 says, And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. <laughs> and my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation, and in sure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, friend, righteousness or peace with God, which produces righteousness, brings the peace of God into our hearts. Hallelujah. And that peace results from our salvation in the new covenant, our sins forgiven, being reconciled to God. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If our heart is fixed in trusting the Lord, our peace will be unshakable. I want to say that again. If you're in my heart, is established trusting in God. Our peace will be unshakable. Isaiah 26, 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this peace of mind and heart, progresses to spiritual joy or joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Psalm 16, 11 says, Thou will show me the path of life, for in thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You see, joy, victory, equals joy, and joy equals victory. Hallelujah. Religion without relationship, friend, is a dead man-made institution, a form of godliness denying both the power and the privilege thereof. And we're told to turn away from dead religion, turn away from that that lacks any power to produce this precious peace and joy. Joy in the Holy Ghost is primarily the joy of fellowship with God. God is with us in a tangible way. He lives within us. Christ in us is the very hope of glory. We do not just lift up our hands in praise. We are waving palms of victory when we do it. Praise God. Amen. I like that that song that's sung on many Palm Sundays, and it says, I saw a wayward traveler in tattered garments clad while struggling up the mountain. It seemed that he was sad. His back was laden heavy. His strength was almost gone. Yet shouted he as he journeyed, Deliverance will come. Palms of victory, crowns of glory, palms of victory, I shall wear. I'm going to read the next verse. It said, I saw him in the evening. The sun was sinking low. He'd overtopped the mountain and reached the vale below. While gazing toward that city, his everlasting home, he shouted loud hosannas. Deliverance has come. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going to read the rest of it. It's too good. I like this song. 
I saw him overcoming through all the swelling strife until he crossed the threshold of God's eternal life. The crown, the scepter, the name, the stone so white were his who found in Jesus the yoke and burden light. He saw the holy city, his everlasting home, a band of holy angels all gathered round God's throne. They bore him on their pinions safe o'er the dashing foam, and they shouted, Hallelujah! Deliverance has come. Hallelujah. Amen. Friend, inner peace and joy will result in outer joy and happiness throughout every conceivable type of circumstances. And I believe God wants to showcase His kingdom children in times like these. He wants us to have that deep, settled peace within And He wants us to have the joy of knowing that before this old world simply self-destructs or destroys itself, a trumpet is going to sound and Jesus is coming to receive His bride. And at the end of the tribulation, He's coming to establish the millennial reign in a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Friend, I want you to know today if your heart is established trusting in the Lord, you're going to experience that deep, settled peace within. And you're going to experience the joy of in the Holy Ghost, the joy of that fellowship with God. That scripture, the joy of the Lord is our strength that we need so desperately right now is found in context. When the children of Israel came back in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, it says, Ezra the high priest priest stood at a pulpit of wood and read the law uh, to God's people. And they were brokenhearted and repented. They drifted so far away from God. Amen. And, And he said, listen, Listen, don't hang your heads anymore. Go and eat the fat. Go celebrate this restoration. You see, repentance brings restoration. And that restoration of fellowship with God or being right with God. Hallelujah. Go and eat the fat. Go and, 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 and go and eat the fat and drink the sweet for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of renewed fellowship with God, reconciled unto God, reconciliation to God. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit begins to move within us and produce the joy of His presence, manifesting His presence to us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And we need that strength today. We need that strength today. And we will be a witness without trying to a depressed world. Our enemies won't like it, but He prepares us a table. Hallelujah. In the presence of our enemies. And we need to pull our chair up to God's table. And we need to feast upon His faithfulness. And let our hearts be established trusting 
in the Lord. For they that trust the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed. For as the mountains are round about Jerusalem, the Lord is round about His people to deliver them. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. That's my shield of faith today. Hallelujah. If you don't know Christ, the Bible said you're without hope because you're without God in this present world. And I urge you today, don't run from Him. Run to Him. Be reconciled unto God. And let your heart be established trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love you today. We appreciate you today. Let's stand together and see a revival and an ingathering of souls just before Jesus comes. Amen.